Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right. Welcome, everyone. We have got another very special podcast guest. Joao Vieira is joining us, also known as NASA 14. How are you doing, my friend? Pretty well. How are you doing, Jeff? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Well, first of all, congrats on, I know you've been busy online as it's been a crazy, crazy few months of action, I guess six months or so. Uh, I believe you just won the player of the W Coop on uh, Stars, which is, which is yeah. pretty, pretty amazing. That's, a, that's a, a prestigious series. So tell me about that. Congrats. It feels like, thank you, thank you. Uh, it feels like uh, the series just never ended. It's been, it's been <laughs> such a crazy, crazy uh, volume that we had for six months. It started in April with uh, some Poker Masters Super Eye Roller Ball, and then it just didn't really stop. So it's it's been for kind of a while, but I think it was a really, really cool, uh, really cool way to actually just overcome this this uh, COVID thing. Just close yourself at home, just play poker. It just kind of felt like you know it was a good getaway. It was cool. And, and so tell me, you know, those that don't know, we'll show you quickly. And then I want to go through your live career. Congrats again on winning a World Series bracelet. I know last yeah. summer that was uh, one, of the, one of your goals I've read is to win five bracelets. You got one. The first one is the hardest. Just seems like it may never come, you know, and you get so deep and play so much. Uh, that was a big score. But tell me a little bit about your beginnings in poker. So you've been playing for a while. How old are you now? 30? 30 and change? Are you 30 years old or how, how old? I'm 31, yeah. I've been playing since I was, yeah, 31, I'm 31. Yeah, I've been playing since I'm about 20, 21, okay. uh, which would be, and I started, really, you can see like my first uh, live score that, that 2008 is not me. I don't know what that is, uh, as you're showing the end of the mob page. But the first, okay. uh, yeah, my first cash was already the main event. So I, I, I clearly uh, paved my way online. And then as soon as I started playing live, I was already playing high stakes online for, for quite a while. So it was, it was quite crazy. I, I, I quit basketball. I played pro basketball for a couple of years. I quit basketball around 2011, 2010, more or less. And I was playing DPT main in 2012. I skyrocketed a little bit. I just, I just took all that, that grind, that, that, that discipline from, from basketball and just came full force and, you know, I, I know I know I had to, to, to gain terrain, you know, I know I was behind a lot of people. So I just just tried to overwork a little bit to kind of work. Just got right in there. That's interesting. I didn't know you played basketball. So that's that's pretty cool. So you were you were playing what level of basketball you were you, you were originally you were born and raised in Portugal or. Yeah, my dad, we have a professional team here. It's a first league Portugal. It would be would be like an NCAA Division one level, not the Duke you know, or Michigan, you know, but the. A solid that that would be our level. It's a pro league, but uh, our level it's it's not what you pro sports in, in Europe is not exactly what you comparable to pro sports in the US, where it's NBA or NFL. We have different different leagues. Yeah, that would be like a, let's just say I played college basketball would be more, but it's a professional level. Yeah. Okay, so you're playing basketball, and at that time, had you already then were you you were playing poker along the way? Were you were you doing the basketball yeah, and you got into poker? Yeah, so I got into poker. I had a couple of, of teammates who were actually playing. Some of them Americans as well. They were playing on stars, and you know, we we're from a, an island, so most of our all of our games actually away games you have to travel, you have to get to plane, go to mainland Portugal. So I had a couple of days extra. You know, I always stayed a bunch in hotels. You play a bunch of card games. You know, that 
most sports do. And a bunch of guys were playing poker. I just got into it, just just taking a look, and it sounded seemed fun. And all of a sudden, I was I was diving right into it. Yeah, but it was it was from my pro pro days that I I actually knew basketball. Yeah, that I knew that I found poker. Yeah, it's cool. Very cool. And so you so you had a you started playing. You were playing more tournaments, cash games, and and when was your first? When did you like? decide okay basketball maybe is not gonna be my long term you know i and poker was gonna be able to support yourself when did you feel that was the case when did you make that transition basketball was my you know my my childhood dream so it was it was kind of a, a hard step to take that to take that uh, make that decision so I, I i got injured for six nine months so that put me put me a little bit on the sidelines, and I actually first when I, I quit basketball before I got into poker full time, I was already winning at sitting goals. I was doing pretty well at full tilt, and that was how I started. I would play in between practices. We had two a day, so I would I would grind a little bit. Uh, weekends when after the game, I was also playing a little bit, making a little bit of money on the side. But first, I quit basketball to to finish college. Uh, basketball was not going that well. I started really young at the pro team at 15. I was like a little prodigy from my island for, for the country as well. And then at 21, I was still not getting, you know, solid minutes. I was still the backup point guard, getting gar- garbage minutes. So that was kind of getting frustrated a little bit. And I just looked at, at my future and said, well, actually, I have to finish college because college was, it's hard to be a student athlete here because the, uh, you're inserting the pro team, you can't miss practice school so the, the our not you have to actually just miss classes a bunch so i was just not making not doing very well in, in college so i just decided well i'm just going to try to finish this degree and poker is making enough money for me to you know i don't have to depend on anybody else so i just i'll just go and go figure of course i didn't finish college i just, just went full grind and just but yeah the, the first step when i finished when i quit basketball was to, to study which i never did i just got into the mtts and just you know, things went well. That's awesome. And, and I'm looking here at your live live results, but you were already humming in 2012 then, because like you said, you're you're just not, you know, you're hopping into main events. What was some of your online success before 2012? Had you had some six-figure scores? Did you have any signature scores I already? I don't have any six-figure score. I had a bunch of triple crowns, maybe 10 of them at the time. I was, yeah, I was already like, I was getting the, the, I was really deep into the pocket fives rankings. Yeah. I was doing parallel rows. I don't know if I had a third or fourth already by 2012, but I was playing decently uh, online frequently, pretty much all stakes at the time, which was maybe like 1K was the maximum weekly. But I was, I was playing those uh, for in 2012. I was already playing those for maybe a year, year and a half. I, if, since I quit it, and, I quit it in around. March and I was playing at stakes in October, so it was really fast. I came from the I never played. I played high stakes sitting goals, and I went from high stakes sitting goals to mid mid stakes. We got you back. Hopefully, we're um, hopefully this is steady. So uh, you can hear me. Yeah, yeah, we're good. All right, let's keep it rolling. So uh, I forget where we were. I was just saying to people if they want to ask a question, we'll try to get to those towards the end. We have a lot. Looks like over eighty questions currently. Some some very interesting ones. Hopefully, some overlapping to what I have on tap. But um, I think we were going through. We were talking about your career. We were talking about pocket fives and rankings. And you were saying you were what you've been in the top three, or you've had a bunch of. Uh, tell me a little bit about your online success before we look at the live. 
Yeah, I had a bunch of I got a bunch of stuff at the beginning before I even start before I even start playing live. Most likely, I just rushed. I got into APTs right away. I barely no experience, just the local casino played a little bit. Uh, yeah, online always been my bread and butter for the most part. I didn't travel until maybe 2014. Now that's when I actually started heavily traveling. So, but uh, won a bunch of stops online. I got a bunch of coupe titles, nine of them. I got a POIs and and and. Coops as well. Uh, got my the most recent. You know, I've been constantly grinding. I think my 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 best uh, accolade might be just the consistency. I've been playing for a long time. I always had winning years, which is one of the most the things that I'm the most proud of. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Just just constant, just surviving the test of time has been actually the best thing I've, I've been able. To. Yeah, and I, and I want to ask you about your your regiment then online because you know this is something that I, I find fascinating to hear different um, perspectives and different styles. So for you, when you play online, let's just take over this past few months. You win player of the series during WCOOP. You're playing World Poker Tour stuff and Party Poker. I know I saw you on GG. You are you're battling for WSOP stuff. So you're playing on multiple sites. How do you prepare? for an online Sunday? And how many tables will you play at one time? Now, way less than before. I try to stick around six. Uh, just too many days in a row, just too high stakes. Actually, it's really, really high stakes. Average value is super high. So I try to keep it a little a little under there. I'll go with eight if I have to, sometimes on high volume, but key is just preparation, just just leaving no turns and uh, unturned, no stones unturned. Just, just getting ready for just Picking before you start to play, what schedule are going to play, what tournaments are you going to play, using late reg, you know, to try to get a little bit of everything, just to, to don't miss a bunch of a bunch of tournaments, um, and just just be ready. Whenever I come to play, it's like I'm I'm I still try to do everything as with the same level of intensity, with the same level of discipline and preparations as I would do in basketball and pro basketball. So I just get ready for the game, you know, get your meal ready, just get your sleep, uh, just you know, game plan a little bit, see what's going on today. Just every preparation is key. Just don't get surprised. Don't try not to over table, try not to under table, try to be with energy at the right time. Just, I even, I, mean, I try to prepare everything. I even face whenever I drink coffee, that's even planned. So I just don't hit, you know, those high peaks of, of caffeine or order lows too. So I, I try to prepare everything you can imagine and, and a little bit more. Yeah, it's, 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 it's intense. Tell me, tell me about what similarities in, in sports, so basketball for you. You know, I played American soccer growing up, and I do find there's a lot of, like you're mentioning, preparation, mental things that kind of translate. For you specifically, what do you think in basketball uh, helped you to, to, to be a, you know, kind of transition quickly and to be a successful top, top-tier poker player? Yeah, well, it was key because at the time I came from a very developed game, which is basketball, even on the – this is like 2010, yeah. and I jump into, no offense, a fairly amateur environment, which was poker a few years ago. You know, people were still uh, drinking a bunch, you know, just tilting and just breaking mouths. You know, the, the old days, they were fun, but right. most people didn't know what to do, uh, myself included, obviously. But I came from a different background, so I had a good, really, really good advantage, advantage I, I believe, that I came from uh, this small island where I didn't really know anybody, had no idea. So I just figured, okay, if these guys are the best at what they do, meaning poker, if they're at the top of their of, the, of their game, and the guys that are on the top of my game, 
that I just came from, which was basketball, they just overwork. They just, they just, you know, they spend three, four hours shooting. Then they prepare themselves physically, and then they do this nutrition and they study tape and they do all of this bunch of stuff. I just assume that's exactly what the guys in poker would be doing. So I just come into poker with the same mentality. Okay, these guys must be studying. They're probably studying 30 hours a week. They're probably just, you know, doing this super professional stuff. And people were really weren't. They were just probably student studying 30 hours a year, if that much. Back in the day, this is really early, like 2009, 2010. So that's not knowing anybody, not knowing what people were doing. I just came just, just fully blasting. Just, okay, I was, I was just studying like 60 hours a week. I would just really, even before starting play, I was just spending hours and hours and hours, three, four hours videos. And I used to, to watch a bunch of videos at, what was the name? Card run? I don't know. No, no, no. Even before that, it was not part-time poker. It was the, uh, I forgot. Sassinato was in there. Uh, Gavs, 30. No, I, I, I used to watch it a bunch. They, then they became Poker 5's. Uh, coaching. It was even on the early days. Had a mate who had that uh, password, and he gave me that. So I just, I just watched pretty much everything that was in there. I was going bananas, and that discipline from basketball. That's what what got me to to, to high stakes so fast. And I, I see mentioned in the the chat here, which I wasn't familiar with. Someone's mentioned the island you're from. Is that Cristiano Ronaldo? Also is from this? Yeah, island? yeah, yeah. It's five. He was born five minutes away from me. And how, how, you're pretty similar in age, right? I guess Cristiano's a little older. A little older, yeah. But they left the island really young. They left young at eleven. So. Did you ever run into him at the park? Did you guys ever battle playing? I didn't. I didn't. His his cousin used to date my sister actually when he wasn't when he was just a kid. Uh, but that was early age. He well, he doesn't anymore. So there, that had that connection there. I remember the first game. So while I was playing at Sporting, I was at home with my. At the time, brother-in-law, and, and we were just watching his cousin just debut in the first league of, of any adult. Wow, this guy's special. All of a sudden, he was in Manchester United like a couple of years later. But part part of what he has, it's part of how we are here. We're greedy people. We're you know we're hardworking. We're just we're, it's a tough island. It's when you it's this island's in the middle of the of the Atlantic. We're closer to Morocco than we are from actually Europe. So we're kind of isolated in the middle of nowhere. And historically, it's been an isolated country, uh, island, especially before democracy, while it was still in dictatorship and uh, up until 74. So it's a greedy island where people were either most likely farmers or fishermen. So people are just tough by nature. You know, they're very, very, very warm hearted, but very greedy, very tough. So that's that's a little bit of, of it's built in how we are, how we work, how we live. And, right. and Ronaldo clearly pers- personifies everything that that's good about the island. I try to try to my my share my part as well. So that's 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 a that's a good background. Yeah. Well, I'd say I'd say so. I mean, looking here, you are the all-time Portugal money list. I know Cristiano likes poker. Have you ever played poker with him? Have you ever talked to him? I didn't. I didn't. I had a mate who who, who did. He showed up at the local casino, played just one two for fun uh, with with his brother and and. and and some friends, so that's the kind of guy you just open. This is an open table, one, two, and he's just there playing, having fun. But I never had the chance. Never had the chance to meet him either. It doesn't stop here too often. Uh, it's you know he has this thing in his very close circle. I never had the chance. I got close one to some extent when he, while he was with Poker Stars, uh, but things never really got to materialize to meet him. Uh, but yeah, I probably will one day. 
For sure. Well, that's cool. No, it's, I mean, it's a random, you know, it's a, it's a, it's not like being from New York city or Los Angeles. Like you said, yeah. like, I don't know anyone from there. Um, and now I, you know, I, I just found out he's someone mentioned that and that's interesting. So, uh, very cool. You guys are both the top of the, you know, your top of the, in your country and poker is the top in, in, uh, football or European football. And, and that's the top uh, of the world. Though. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, a, he's got the whole, whole thing tick. So, uh, yeah. you know, Give me. I'm looking here. You have a lot of a lot of results. You, you played the the GG shows here on there. Yeah. What what was the um? You know, you already you're, you mentioned you want to win five WSOP bracelets. You did win one last summer. I wanted to understand where does that number five? Where did you come up with that? That you want to uh, that you want to win five bracelets from? It's kind of a random number. Not exactly. I mean, I would like to win multiple. A lot of people wins one. A lot of people have one bracelet. You know, not a lot of multiple winners. So that's that's an accolade I would like to 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 achieve. And one other thing is that I always like the the mixed games. Uh, there's a there's a quote by Barry Greenson a few years ago. Uh, I'm probably misquoting, but he said that if you can't just can't consider yourself a poker player if you don't play one game, meaning hold them. So I always fell in love with all of them. Uh, that's one of the things I'm really passionate about the game. It's been ten years. I honestly just finished the sixth heavily intense grinding months and I just feel more motivated than ever. So that's winning five races would also, uh, it's not just about the five races it would mean that I'm, I'm competent in, in a whole uh, range of games, you know, all different games, stud games, the Omaha games, draw games, all that. That's, that's, that's basically where it came from. And I think it's still, I try to keep it as basic as possible. I still try to live, my career, my poker career, as I was just starting, I was just a wreck. And when you're recreational, what do you do? You follow World Series, you know, you get the World Poker Tour, uh, rest in peace, uh, Mike Sexton, we all love you. I, I got to throw that in there as soon as I mentioned the World Poker Tour. So you yeah. you grow up with that fantasy of just winning multiple things. And I came from basketball, so you win multiple ranks, multiple championships, multiple, you know, scoring titles. And even though that's just, you know, uh, it's not really something palpable. It's something that keeps me going, you know. I know it's it's not about it. I know it's not about the, the, the coupe titles or about the player of the series titles, but if that, that gets me motivation just to keep going for another year, another couple of years. I think that, that'd be cool. It keeps the fire burning, and I think people, yeah. as soon as they get to a certain level, it's all just numbers and EVs and money and just, yeah, don't forget, have fun. You know, don't forget have fun. Poker is fun. I mean, yes. and I think the bracelets and the titles and the accolades and all this – the thing that I go after, it keeps poker fun for me. It's like I'm still, it's like JC said, just, just treat your everyday like it's your first day in the job. So I try to keep it simple that way. And the bracelets personifies that a little bit. Yeah, and speaking of bracelet, we you do get one, and it's a prestigious one. You know, uh, listen, any bracelet I think you have to count is great, but seven, a cool, exactly a quarter of a million, three quarters of a million U.S. Right. You take first place. It's a six-handed five K, which is, uh, you know, you could argue one of the tougher events. Six max is is a, is a skill, you know, a little different than than all. You can't hide, you know, Olivier Bousquet, world world class player, six max, and the heads up specialist. There, uh, you beat. None other than Joe Cotta, who is, of course, no stranger to the World Series and success. Um, tell me a little bit about what this meant for you and and winning this tournament, because this is a yeah, this is a, this is a big one. So, did you feel nervous? You know, because it's so second. I've gotten second World Series. It's hard to win. It's hard to actually win to finish the, off, to run good. There's luck. There's all the above. What did that mean for you? And, and how did you how did you pull it off at the end? Well, give me a little bit of your final table uh, and and sort of that tournament in general. What was different and special for you there? It's really hard to win. 
always like to throw that stat in there. Uh, Shedwick was consensus the best player in the world considered by all the, the peers who had to vote. I was one of them and I did vote on him. And the car players made, uh, ranking, whatever it's called, Shedwick got him. He won his first bracelet after 14 final tables. So even if the final table the hell out of it, it's still hard. It's hard to get a win. Just, there's yeah. second that don't count to win those. So it's, it, it, it is definitely really hard. And I was, uh, I never ran really good at, at this series at all. So I, I was always grinding really hard and things really never happened there. So it's kind of like a, a bit of a relief. I had once so many things online, well, the part of my, my, my flexing, but I had a, won a bunch of things online and live, I was still kind of just not getting my feet wet on the, on the really cool stuff. So it was one of the, it felt more like a burden out of my back than to something like really cool that I should have celebrated, which is, you know, I kind of regret that, regret that a little bit. Should have just had a, just take it a moment a little bit, but it was more like a, I'm a man in a mission. I have to get this one, get this one behind my back. That kind of just puts me in a certain, uh, you know, a certain uh, patamar. I don't even say that word. A certain uh, level that I felt that I was in. And it's kind of just like a, it was more like a underdog, underdog uh, achievement like a mark i have to get this one then right. something that i celebrating that was euphoric about it or something like that so it's but, but looking at that specific tournament versus you know you have a lot of world series caches a lot of close did you feel mentally like was there a certain point like you know did you start the tournament right on time were you off your phone were you so focused and clear was there anything that like just will yeah different i'm always like that though um, that's how I go. You know, if I'm playing poker, I'm playing poker. I'm doing nothing else. I'm not Shedrick level, which is just just super focused. It's it's even how can you just be so focused all the time? But that's I'm very serious when I'm when I'm about to play. I just give my best regardless of what tournaments. You just give it a hundred percent. You do your best and you go home and you slip well. That, that's how I do. It. That's how we are in, in, in this little island. That's how we go about our business. We're, we're, just, we're, we're, your whole, I love that. I love hearing that. Your whole, you, you, you really are, are uh, repping your, your island. I love that, man. That's a, that's a, that's a strong mentality. That's amazing to hear that. That's, uh, uh, that's nice. sort of the, the, the way of being in your, in your area. How, how big is your island? How many people are, are in your small? It would be like the size of Nassau. Uh, okay. It's smaller in size, same, same population. So okay. between 250 and 300K. So it's, yeah. it's kind of, uh, I said in the South because I figured you'd be, you, you, you've been there. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a small island. It's a very small in size. The uh, population still small, you know. It's a, uh, yeah, so it just, I always felt the, the little different from, from this tournament to the other. just felt more in peace. Like, if I win it, I win it. If I don't, I know I'm ready. I know I will eventually. This is a tough field. Let's see if the cards, uh, if the cards come my way, I will take that chance. If they don't, I'll just I'll just keep grinding. And you know, as soon as I took that that mentality, uh, things just started just blossom. It was you know maybe a coincidence, maybe not. I just stopped worrying about it. And I'm just gonna do my thing, and I know I'm gonna get it. You know, I'm just eventually. It's just a matter of time. If you just overwork people, they don't stand a chance. You know, maybe today you will, but if I'm if I'm, if you're working, I'm just constantly just over working or just working smart and just working better than you eventually i'm going to get everyone if you For keep sure. that pace so that's that, that's how i go about it I love it. And tell uh, the, I think that we right now we got a lot of live people tuning in. Thank you for joining everyone and if you do have a question for Joao, you can 
ask it here on Twitter and we will try to give away, uh, we're going to give away a ticket at the end. So if you're, if you are eligible, if you ask a question, we'll try to get to as many of those as we can. Uh, as well as I see people in the chat asking, asking questions, but I think so many people these days want to know how, you know, you're considered one of the top players in the world. No question. What is it that you do? And you say study, do the work. And is it PO solver? Is it chat group reviewing with friends, all of the above? What is your ratio of playing versus studying? Give us a little bit of a look into, you know, don't, don't give away the secret sauce, but what is sort of a, uh, a game plan? Like, what are you doing to work on your game? Like, give me a little bit of an inside look at how that would be for you. And, and, and also what you would recommend for maybe people that want to get better, like starting out. I think the key is just consistency. Just consistency is the thing. Just constantly work and just constantly be, you know, driven and motivated and passionate about what you do and how you get there matters it does how fast you can get there there's certain ways to work smarter work you know be smarter about it just learn with people who have who have uh, who have given you opportunity to sh- to understand their knowledge to sold courses whatever you do whatever you can do to fast track it's it's good but i think the secret is just keep keep the passion consist- consistent and keep the, the drive also consistent that will get you far even there's different ways you can go faster or, or not but that that's the key if you keep that you'll you'll just you'll just you'll just get every most people you'll just get to their level that's how i believe because this is not a it's very small number of people who can do that for extensive number of years you don't see many guys from 10 years ago who are still winning consistently high stakes it's hard people just you know they have kids they they go about their business they 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 win a bunch of money they're just you know i'm just tired of it so if people consistency will be will be the key and the the second part of the question about about people who are starting to you know play smaller stakes and whatnot just just keep it fun keep, keep it straight stick to the basics remember when you started why you started just just try to keep it as much about that as possible. Just have fun, you know, do your thing. Just enjoy, learn. Don't care about results as, as that much. Don't care. Don't get frustrated. Don't get overly excited, overly anticipated. If you go well, if you go bad about it, just just keep your just do your thing and just just have fun. I think if you just keep keep having fun and keep cultivating the love for the game, the excitement for the game, results will show up. You you will improve. You will get to. You know, you will get to the levels where you want to get. Just, just if you do that and you work hard, you'll, you'll be fine. Absolutely. I got to ask you about. You know, listen, I'm I'm team party poker. You know, I uh, I I, I read yeah. party poker. I think it's. I have the reasons why I believe it's the greatest site and what they're doing. I know you are a sponsored ambassador. Congratulations as well for Thanks. a site called Winamax. And you know, again, I, I one of the things I love the most about party poker is that. Rob Young in particular and the team, you know, kind of aren't just like, oh, no other poker sites exist. We're the best. They say, listen, other sites have better, some have better software, some have better guarantees and kind of look to build, you know, I'm allowed, I I stream on Twitch. I'm allowed to play other sites and we're not, you know, handcuffed. So I do want to ask you about Winamax because you're, you're sponsored by them. Again, congrats. I know Adrian Mateos, there's a handful of other amazing world-class players, uh, David Katai. Uh, I could name, I'm sure you could name them all. I could name others. Mustafa um, was here too. You got Mustafa. Mustafa. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mustafa. Yeah, he's been on my podcast. One of a great, great guy, great player um, all around. So, I mean, again, I can name, I know there's a bunch, but just to, I want to give you, ask you about Winamax because you know, again, thank you for coming on the show. This is my podcast. Party Poker does help sponsor it, but tell me a little bit about what it was like to be 
become an ambassador and how you chose Winamax um, with, I'm sure, having multiple options. And if you could just tell me a bit about how Winamax works and everything. Well, first of all, it is cool, especially with party poker. Winamax kind of does the same, so it's no 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 secret that I do play multiple sides, and I've been to to Nottingham frequently and often, and always been uh, treated very 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 well. I love to being there. I live in London, so I just catch the train. I go there uh, often. Not so bad. Your live, your live last uh, event, you just took a casual. I took it down. Yeah, the ten k. Yeah, yeah. Right there, we can just show yeah. that. That was that, that's, that's a good way to get sent off into quarantine after no live poker. Your last one's a, a tournament victory, you know. So yeah, that's, I, I played two. I played three of them. I catch two, and that's it for the year. Maybe I for the whole year. All weird. I remember you oh, there, and I saw you take oh, that down. But yeah, so tell me a bit about um, getting signed from Winamax, and also a bit about where they operate and what they what the site kind of. Yeah, it's a, it's a French-based uh, website. It's a French-owned website. Now we operate in France and Spain, close markets, and but people can some people from some countries can register through that. Yes, they accept foreigners, just as uh, in the past uh, with poker size when they started, they did. So yeah, we we operate in those two countries mainly, and we can have some some people from some some foreigners foreigners of France and and Spain uh, they can uh, play on Winamax at yes as well. It's a French based uh, website. Uh, the cool, really cool thing about Winamax, this is no bullshit, is they're really play oriented. So they really listen to our opinions. It's a, mostly six max, which is more fun. Uh, they have a bunch of really cool live stuff. You would really enjoy. Uh, our live stops are like no other. We have beer pong tournaments with the mag, the cat cap. With two- say no more. Send me a schedule. I'm in. It's, it's great. So it's it's a really fun atmosphere. It's a really family like environment. And we just uh, it started as a, a website of I believe 10, 12 years ago. We were leaders in France now. We're number one for a bunch of years, and we're trying to trying to get to Spain soon. So that's it's really cool to be there. Yeah. Very cool. Tell me how 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 important was that? I, a, a couple of questions I've forgotten to ask. How your family? How do they feel? Your family, your closest um, loved ones. How do they feel about you playing professional poker? They they follow you. I'm sure basketball career. You know, you're doing this. Word. It's, it's one of the things that is you know easy for people to kind of support. Um, and and then you say, oh, hey, by the way, I'm playing poker professionally. How did your family react and and support? At the beginning, it wasn't it wasn't that that easy. Even it was never complicated, but it wasn't like it's still hard. It's hard for people to grasp to, you know, to wrap their, their head around it. It's not something that that's automatically, oh, what is it? Can you live off of it? It's right. a lot of concerns, but my, my family always been, my, my mom and dad, especially my older sister, she kind of just bosses me around a little bit when I was young. They were kind of just, uh, just very supportive. As soon as he, my main education, just kind of built a little bit different. I'm repping with there again. It's like we're just built to be like good, solid persons. You know, my, that's how I was raised. My mom, for, I remember the first time my, my sister, I got from a trip and my sister was like, this is a true story. Oh, you know, Juan just won this. It's like a side event. TPT is number one in the European Poker Tour, which is a really cool name, European Poker Tour. Like, it sounds like an European championship. He's leading number one in player of the year. And mom says, yeah, yeah, sure. Have you been eating well? She doesn't give up. She doesn't care. You know, like, have you been eating well? Doesn't care what I do in terms of as long as I behave well, you know, I present myself properly. I'm a good, you know, person. That's what matters to them. So for them, the beginning was a little bit odd. I was still working. I was still going to school. Well, at least they thought about it. At least they thought I was yeah. going. So I was still had that. That they, I think they kind of saw it as a as a plan B. Now, you know, something's trying. Sure, is going to 
you know, just finishing the degree and just finding uh, his way into the market, uh, the work market sooner or later. And then all of a sudden I was, I was doing some interviews. I was at EPTs. I was running a bunch of money. And then all of a sudden it was kind of, sh when they figured it was really serious, I was really good at it already. And then that brings you some, you know, you do a couple of interviews, you do a couple of podcasts, you show up in some newspaper and all of a sudden it kind of validates it. It's still don't understand, but it kind of looks like, oh, it looks like this is, looks like this it's is pretty thing. good at this, you know? And yeah. it just, I could help them right away. As soon as I got some money, we, we're not, we don't come from wealthy backgrounds. We're just hard working, greedy people. So all of a sudden it just, just, you know, there's a guy behind me like they always say, my dad is my, my best friend, my best fan. It's just follows everything even he was railing the other day the eight game i'm sure he doesn't know the rules for seven of them you know so it was this it's it's still fun he used to go to my to my basketball games and now he watches the, the streams or the final tables and they were watching the world series actually my sister just put it they were all at the, the couch like they were watching uh my soccer game it was it was that was really 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 cool one of the coolest moments i have is when i got home and i put the bracelet in my mom they almost started to cry and all that it was really really cool yeah that, that's awesome. And uh, do you get recognized since you know you're from you're on a small yeah. island? Do people know you for poker? They know you. They see you. They say hi at the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, it, it, didn't, it didn't happen. That was something that changed with the bracelet mostly, and a couple of of uh, of um, I'll, I'll get the water later, uh, and a couple of of other events because that was I finished I closed the new the newspaper that day, uh, the local newspaper which is very wide you know has got a, a vast vast audience in the island and then. A, and the, the word kind of just spread. I won a bunch of things. The media is getting big. Social media is really big these days. So up until a year and a half, was here and there, nightclubs, people are more drunk, you know, younger people that would just say, oh, I, you're this guy, you're the poker guy. And these days it's a little bit more pretty, yeah, pretty much everywhere, like once in a while, once every other day I get the grocery store and or I get the look. I, I don't know if it happens. To, like, the, you see that people kind of recognize you, but not gonna, they're not going to say anything, but you did, did double look at it. They look twice, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, These I days, people say like, oh, I know you from somewhere. Like, oh, you're, I lo you look familiar and you're just like, okay, maybe poker. And they're like, no, but it's like, it has to be, right? So um, that's just funny. Yeah, that, I, I, that's awesome. Well, yeah, that's very cool. And what about for the, I got to, we have some majority of, male audience but let us know about give us a little look into your personal life if you don't mind single married are you on the market off the market you know? no way off the market i got i'm engaged now so i'm i was gonna get married at the end of this year so i'm not going so not sure if it's we're still gonna go uh, with that date because of covid yeah but i'm off completely off the market completely i mean i i you know i i clearly i clearly got i'm overachiever if you look at her, look at me. Like so, I'm, 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 um, I'm getting that win. I'm, I'm hit and running there. I'm just, I'm you leaving that table. <laughs> I get it. We're in the same club. Well, I hope, I hope the viewership doesn't drop off once they, the, the ladies leave and, and see you're not on. But oh, that's the ladies will, no home. The, the ladies will be here for you, Jeff. We're, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> I, I, this is a great. You got. You have a very strong support cast. I will say. I notice on your social, your engagement within your. You know, you have a very loyal. I think people really respect the way you operate. You conduct yourself. You know, you're one of those guys that in poker, there's no skeletons. There's no like controversies, and and uh, you you seem to operate at a very. You know, high ethical standard and, and and do a do a really good job and it's fun to watch your career blossom so yeah thank you again for coming on we're gonna keep it rolling and and uh take a look over at some of the other results and, and talk about i want to i want to do chat about um 
you know, if we, you guys can always go and check out his hen and mob and see sort of how his career has gone. But uh, give me, give me a moment in your career. Was there one that, that stood out for you? Cause you were already doing online. Well, is there like a particular tournament? Cause obviously this, this, this is, you know, we're talking decade later, you hit the world series win, which is amazing, but I don't, I would, I would admit you've already been financially sound. You've had a lot of success. What tournament for you looking back over this, your, your career, has been was like one that really like was a breakout for you or maybe helped you get the sponsorship deal helped you get confidence helped you move up stakes what what stands out for you over over uh, your career? I might be one of the few i don't know if that's good or bad i don't have that moment when that that big first big score the first like either life-changing or stakes changing or you know uh I was, I was, when that tournament happened i was already playing high stakes and yeah, it was a great score, but I was I didn't change any kind of. I played a little more high stake. I play. I, I get my feet wet into some super high rolls a little bit more, but I was already playing it before the the the, the race. And so it's right. It, I, I it was, for me it was a bit different. It was a bit frustrating for first years, but I was winning all these big tournaments online and constantly getting really good results. But then whenever it was like either scoop or the big events, I was just had a lot of I had a bunch of almost way too many. I ran right. poorly on those for, for, for a long time. So even though that didn't really help me in terms of bankroll, I'd see a bunch of guys who I always – I came up with, like either Adrian or Mustafa, now they're my teammates, or Sergio a bunch of guys that I've known for a long, long time. They were just blossoming and just jumping to these eye rollers, and I was just kind of getting stuck into waiting for that big score. And that was a, a big burden on my back I felt like I felt I had. So that – change a little bit with the, with the series, but also maybe who, who I am as a player. So I never had it easy. I probably ran a little bit bad at, at, at some spots when I, when I was getting close to those big wins, but I got really lucky that I ran bad there. So they just made me overwork and just turn that into fire and just, well, if I have to win four flips, next time I'm going to study, get so good, maybe I'll have to win three flips. And maybe yeah. the next tournament, maybe I'm gonna have to win two flips. And you know, you know what I'm saying. So I just try to, I just I got all that motivation into the, into the shakiness. As a, I'm just gonna get as good as I can possibly be. So eventually, this is gonna be uh, undeniable. And yeah, well, talk to me a little bit about that because I think one of the, the most common, I would say, leaks or or misconceptions that I see is, and, and I think most people are guilty of this up until the highest level, where people say, you know, oh, I lost this flip, you know, with 30 or 20 left, you know, jacks to ace king, or oh, I lost ace king to ace queen, but I only had 11 big blinds. So, you know, can you talk a little bit about where that mental side comes in and where you can sort of say, look, it's not about winning the flips because like you just, how you referenced it, I, I like how you said that. And I haven't actually heard it worded that way, but if you can avoid flips, if you can build chips, win blind on blind, find some, you know, push, push spots that are creative or help you to extend your lead. You know, a lot of the best players in their world aren't really at risk or less often. Right. So it's like, it's generally not your last hand, whether you get ace king to ace five and you lose, but you had nine big blinds, it does you know, there's got if you had 38 big blinds, you would not be in a spot where that would be a, a problem. So could you maybe talk a little bit about that and, and what that means on, on how you can kind of create your own luck and, and give yourself a better chance of uh, not flipping or not being in so high, high probability collisions? Could you maybe explain a little bit on that? Yeah, especially in tournaments, people, people. I don't want to get into that into a lot of strategy because I feel like people sometimes come to the podcast and they start trying to give too much away but i think the best players especially tournament players are the ones who can maneuver their stack a little bit better of course everybody eventually will be at risk like 
things just happen. You get carded for two hours. What can you do? There's no, you know, there's no magic unless, you know, Shalom's white magic. But besides his magic, this well, help me, we're leaving Helmuth out of it. Helmuth is it, never really well at the duel, so he, we should sing his praises. But but <laughs> we, there's, there's there's low, you know, there's a, a limited things, a limited amount of things you can do. But there's a lot of things you can, do. and and the, I think the best players are the one who can avoid can maneuver their stack the best and have less of those situations when you have to push, where you have to be all in, where you're so short that you get sevens and you'll have to jam. The best ones will avoid that as often. And that's that's one of the things that people just, it's it's so easy to just blame it on luck, but there's a bunch of things that you can do that you can avoid. The best, everyone needs luck to, to win a tournament and get a final table, but there's a guy, there's a bunch of guys who need a little less luck than the others. That's what, that's, what you can work on. I'm gonna. Everyone will need to run good to achieve whatever. Maybe I'll, I will need a little bit of it. Then some of some other guys will. So it doesn't really matter who will win. The guy will win if you get the amount, the certain amount of of run good in good spots. Anyone right. can win a tournament, even if you're not that good. When you see Fedor Holtz, Justin Bonomo, Dan Coleman, uh, you know these type of ridiculous runs. There's. There's no question they ran amazing in certain key spots in a, in a short period of time, but obviously there's also there's a there's a level of fear. People start, yeah, yeah. They start not defending their big blind when they should. They start not not four betting you when they pr- have a four bet candidate. So like these type of things start, you know, you create your own luck kind of as you you. Uh, as you raise a certain certain profile and you build a certain image, that definitely happens. Yeah. I, I call it the Calvin Anderson uh, effect. You remember Call from back in the days? Call one for uh, Calvin Anderson, probably. Is, is, oh, Cal, yeah, Cal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one for two, two eight, I believe that's his nickname. I remember maybe I just butchered his name, his numbers, yeah, but whatever. Cal. And Collins was just playing every hand from really ridiculous frequencies, but nobody was actually, they didn't want no business with him. They didn't want none of that sauce because Collins had a really fierce reputation. He was highly respected at the time. And Murman had a little bit of that too. So that happens when you get into these really good runs. People just kind of avoid you, or they want to just force some collisions that they shouldn't. So right. that that really helps. That really helps, especially for those that's, cases where that's the sweet spot. you get. It's sort of like being a, a girl. I feel like a female if if utilized correctly or Helmuth, right? Like, and and I think that's yeah. what makes what makes Helmuth so special is he is able to exploit. He gets to a table and he knows if you want to be his buddy and you're just like folding and knocking yeah, over. Yeah. He knows the kids that want to they want to they want to make a move and say I bluffed Helmuth or I you know I called yeah. him. He's able to pick up on that very well and use that to his advantage over the years and and I think that's a you know that's a superpower uh, if you're able. That's to a superpower, right? Super superpower, especially and, with and, and, and recreational. Yes, for sure. Um, also, I see a great question here live from uh, Adrian Dominguez. He says, I saw in multiple tournaments when uh, you got into and got it in good, but sucked out in many tournaments with huge payouts. How do you deal with the mental game? So kind of, you know, just queue up. Uh, do you work with the coach? Do you do meditation? Yeah. Give me some some stuff on your mental game. Yeah, I work with Jared Tindler right from the start. I'm, I might be his oldest client to date so i started really really i invested 3k in the 10 sessions on with him i might have 8k all my money was 8k that was really yeah as, as soon as i got into 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 professional poker you know you start dealing with the tilts like I'm, this cannot be the way so if i'm gonna do this this part of the game has to go away and i've been 
working ever since with him on and off is is also a friend. So he's, he's a guy that I I go back on and off. You know, uh, every year we had a bunch of sessions that really helps me to keep my game in sharp in 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 place and sharp as well. Uh, yeah, but that's it. But mostly just how you're built as well. Yeah, you you put yourself in tough situations, greedy situations. I I love. You know, just physical hard work. I used to do the, the basketball. Basketball harder strain is where what I shine the most. The long time, the long distance running, and the, the all of these greedy things that you put yourself through, and all the lessons, the hard lessons that I've learned while growing up, all the hard times that me and my family have gone through. That just shaped me. And and I'm I'm telling you, we're just different here. We're both different, a little bit harder. It's, it's Mamba mentality right here. I'm wrapping Kobe's shirt, and and this is like you were about. Just just take a no victim and you know no bullshit, no excuses, no victim mentality, and just go with it. Okay, it went bad. What can you do about it? Nothing. Just shut the fuck up. Well, sorry about cursing. Just just go with your business. Just do your thing and just move on. I think people just just complain a little too much. We're a bunch of whiners, myself included at times. But I think it's the it just. That, that's how it is. Things will not go your way in life. How you deal with things is what makes you not, not the circumstances that you, if you're given a golden, a golden uh, crib and you know, everything was perfect, you got to a certain level, but the guy got to a certain a level just below you, you had the hardest circumstance. The big guy, the, the latter, you know, he achieved a little bit more. So just whatever you achieve, whatever circumstances you're given, just do the best with them and see how, how far you can get. Uh, that, that's how I, I, I go about it. I don't, I don't, bitch too much I, I used it but you know that that's life will treat you bad eventually dormants will yeah. this is just dormant you're still fine you're still rich you're still spoiled we're just a little in poker players we just forgot how lucky we are it's just insane that the amount of whining you see mate you're under 30 you're probably a millionaire what the hell are you talking about you know you got everything you anyone wants what are you bitching about because you lost a flip really like you know, you know what i'm saying like you can get you can just go for dinner for 300 bucks you know my family worked for 300 bucks a month what, what are you talking about yeah and i mean it's, it's also like you said it's not about what happens how you react to what happens and you know you want to i think that's a good way for anyone whether poker or not you start thinking about a bad day or you know you get a you get a pimple or you uh stub your toe or you get busted out of a tournament, you kind of start thinking about it. It's like, all right, look, first of all, you're born. It's like one in trillions. You're here. You're, you're able to play. You have a computer. Like you know, like, yeah, you start thinking about it. Again. It's, and we're all guilty of it. I've done it for sure. I'll send a beat or a hand or like a nasty run out. Yeah. And it's like, we've all done it. But I think that's, yeah. I think at the highest level, you do less of it or you eliminate it, at least in the, the poker, uh, you know, spots. And you'd really try to, um, put things in perspective i think that helps that helps a lot uh what 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 do you feel about the current landscape of of poker there's uh you know some rta um stuff real-time assistance stuff obviously i actually chatted with you before my name got tossed out there someone named gross jeff uh i think this guy named up eshka it was not me but you know there is the real-time solver kind of stuff that's getting thrown around there there's uh there's other there's there's solvers there's these type of things what do you feel about online poker and the future moving forward do you feel the games are great is it is poker thriving are you worried about the future what, what's your sort of like now take in the next say two years five year take on on where online poker is it might be the most delicate situation online poker has ever been i think the the, the dangers are real with ai especially coming into into our lives uh, more often and more deeply. So that creates 
great advances in technology and medicine and all the all these this, uh, areas but in poker it's a it's it's a threat it's also great for our learning purpose but it's a threat and we should treat it as a threat i think this is the probably the one of the worst phases in terms of how secure people feel about playing online i think right. it's it's probably a problem will have to be addressed will have to be solved and let's see how people go about it but i'm and i've always been an optimist on this field i'm a little bit let's see what's gonna happen i'm not so sure we're gonna this kind of there's some real threats out there uh, let's see yeah and what and what do you think about real name stuff i don't know how winamax does particularly um i know you know party poker moved to real names for the major events they're they're flirting with the idea of making real name everywhere what are your thoughts on on having I, a player I, I love it I love it. I can really go. What well, discussions were, were done? I don't know if we're gonna do some live events uh, online, and if that's gonna be possible or not. You have to also be careful with uh, all this privacy, new laws that you need to to wait carefully with results and whatnot. Under real name, you can't really show much, so you should you should be careful with the companies should be careful with that. But I really love it. I love the real names. I think it's it brings a new a new element to it. You know who you're playing against. I feel it probably hurt party. I would say. I think the numbers went down a little bit, but I think it's it's a really cool way, especially when you're talking about live events that you're actually doing them online. I think it's it's. I'm a fan. I would just do it everywhere, at least up until certain stakes. I don't know. Maybe people are starting. They're trying to get their feet wet. They don't know much about the game. They're probably gonna feel a little bit embarrassed, a little when they're really really bad. So that's from a certain buy-in up. I think you or a certain cash game uh, blinds up. I think. Just keeping it real name would be really interesting. I don't know if the companies will go that way. Uh, as a pro, I like that. Recreationals might not. Maybe you're just a, you know, like a well-known lawyer who just likes to spaz a little bit, have some fun. That will hurt your image. So that going real name might hurt you and 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 other other types of people for other walks of life. So we must think about that. Uh, but personally, I love it. I really love it. I love, yeah. I love all the drugs to our real name, man. And is your is your party poker name your alias? Is that public? Is it private? Is that how big an advantage do you think that is for when it is not real name? And there's some tournaments are some aren't to have have your name being unknown because obviously you know on party poker for me for example my name is my name um, and and so that's just what it is. So I, for me I'm obviously no matter what rooting for real names because it's just a disadvantage. But for you, do you feel yeah, it makes a big difference? Do you think it makes a big difference when it's like you're not you don't know who you're playing against? Um, how 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 big is that? And is your name public or no? Like, I mean, I'm sure if yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. What is your name yeah. on party? B E T W one. No, it's 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 well known. Uh, at least in all the Portuguese and the Portuguese speaking outlets, even the PokerNews.com, I think they know that too. A couple of, of scores that have been uh, published. Uh, I like, and I'm kind of used to it by now. My GG name is real name because I played the Super Roller games, the 5Ks and 10Ks. It's Super Roller online. So they, they, you've been asked, I've been asked for a long time. Party as well for most of the tournaments that I play are real name. When I'm at some under, you know, there's a sponsor pro, everybody knows, and, and everybody knows my poker stars name. So for me, it's fine. I'm used to it. It's a disadvantage to some extent, especially for other pros, the well-known pros, the ones that play every day, they create different accounts and all of those shady things that people do to try to get an unclear, like, you know, like an unethical advantage. Sometimes it's legal, sometimes it's, it's not, sometimes it's ethical, sometimes it's not, you know, it's a difference. 
but I don't really mind, you know. If you want to go that way, if you don't think you can beat me, if if you if you think you need an edge to compete in these tournaments, go ahead, go ahead, take the easy route. I don't I don't care. That, that's how that's, that's how you want to go about your business, and that's how that's how you want to conduct yourself. Right. You know, that that's with you. You know, I'm, I want to win, and I I don't care if you know it's me. It's me, and like, it, this is me. This is my tendencies. If you want to go about them and exploit them, great. Let let's compete. You know, but I'm competing as openly as possible. I don't really mind those things. Some guys just have a different approach, but it's not how it's not about winning. It's how you win too. You know, if you want to cheat and win, that's not winning. You're just right. fooling yourself, and you know, maybe maybe you're gonna get rich, but you know, I I I. That's how, that's how you want to go about it. Cool, you know. Yeah, great. That's take that that that, that take that amazing, you know, unethical money you want to the grave. You'll be rich and super happy, I believe. You know, I, I that's I don't care. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm we're on the same page. So we I got, I'm aligned with you. Uh, and tell me a bit about um, Portugal and the landscape of poker. Similar, I know in U.S. You know, it's complicated. There's all these different little nuances, intricacies. You can get a account set up and then you, you have to be out of the country or whatnot. So can you explain a little bit? Portugal is one of the countries I am not fully familiar with because I know like Italy, France, Spain, you know, they're kind of in the same same wheelhouse on the rules. Like what, how, how does it work if you are a Portugal citizen and you want to play online poker? It's a clo- if, you're, if, you're, if you live in Portugal, it's a closed market. Uh, it's a share market with uh, Spain and France. Okay. So it's we're talking about at this point three closed markets, and then they share their pool, like the same with I think some states share their pool as well in the states. So it, it's it's quite simple. So if you want to play from Portugal, that's what you do. You have a couple of websites that have uh, .pt uh, license. The same you would have .yes if you're from Spain or .fr if you're from if it's a French a French uh, license. The the pool is shared, so it's a little bit better now. Because the, the pools are getting competitive, and you have some cool main events, 100k for first. It's getting it's getting some volume, but it's still it's still you know it's still not optimal. Uh, I believe this market will probably blossom very soon. I think this this, uh, this the more other countries, European countries, regulate their markets, the more likely they will chose to uh, share their pool with other regulated markets as these three. Than to share with a dot .eu or dot .com where you share your market regulated and unregulated uh, countries. So I think this country in the future, this market in the future, will be uh, bigger and bigger. Very cool. Um, what what is uh, what is the thing you're most excited about in poker at the moment? Because you know I, I don't know. We don't know when the live series and stuff's going to go on. I'm not sure. You know, Winamax, I don't know if they have a set next date. I know a lot of these sites have, uh, they have they've had to push stuff back. It's not really clear. You know, obviously a pandemic worldwide, uh, serious stuff going on. I saw President Trump got today. Yeah, uh, obviously, it, it's, it's obviously very, it's a real thing. Stuff's going on. The world's a lot of uncertainty. What do you, do you believe will be the next live event you play or, or not even thinking about that at the moment? Because I guess right now there's a pause and all the chaos yeah. and all the little break, which is kind of nice uh, to just not have to worry about what, you know, you can just relax. But wh- what about, what about the next live stop? Do you plan to go to? And uh, what about online? When's your schedule to come back online? So I'll hit most me. likely I'm not. Yeah. Most likely I'm not going to play 2000 and another live event in 2020. The other ones, the last ones were still up. Uh, and we're still uh, likely to happen. We're CPP, which has got uh, canceled for well postponed for next year. And Winamax also had a 
the, the Dublin event also got postponed to 2021. So I believe this year we will not be playing yeah. any major live events and probably beginning of next year. I know CP got push, pushed online. So Rob yeah. just announced that. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That full Summer. series will be on Party Poker, which is cool. Yeah, that was my favorite, actually. I, yeah. I would like to get Rob props. Yeah. Uh, Party Poker Live is great. Uh, it just is. Uh, but the thing is, uh, I don't I don't think we'll be playing soon because I don't People will be comfortable. I had a, had a couple of French friends who played, I think, in Morocco recently. Uh, during May or June, I went there to play. We had the mask. And they said, it just takes the fun out of it. It's, it was not fun. They will not be back. These are recreations to play merely for fun. Said, I'm just not going there anymore. A couple yeah. of, of my, 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 my mates, my, my our pros, they went there, didn't like it either. So I, as soon as we got, we don't have this pandemic thing figured out, I don't think life is going to be that. I don't think you're going to be playing with Maybe yeah. once in a while, a couple of them. It's just, it's really, it's a risk situation. You're sharing. Cars are flowing. They are, are going through the air from hands to hands. Chips. Yeah. It, it's, it's not ideal when you're talking about a, a virus. You know, it's not ideal at all. So I yeah. think I'm just going to chill and see what's up. If a couple of events go good, maybe I'll join. But I think I'm, I'll be just standing. I'll just send a couple of of, of uh, front runners, see how they do. And then I'll just, just let me know. I'll be back in a... I'll, I'll I'll meet I'll see you there in a in a couple of events, but I'm not I'm not gonna be a uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push the envelope on this one. I'm gonna just stay safe. Just, just play yes. online. Online is good, so just, just stay online a little bit. Absolutely. Well, I I see your your. What, what, we're gonna take some questions now. Tell me a little about Instagram, Twitter. What do you use more? Where can people? Uh, what do you, do you like to post more on one or the other? Do you do? Oh, could, there's your. I think that was you winning the the uh the series you did get the, the world championship just now so again congrats that's it's pretty cool yeah, to, to get my jordan my, my jordan cigar move i just had to i love it i love it, I love it. so <laughs> yeah congrats on that you know is that was that the best way people can follow you is it instagram twitter yeah, instagram is, it's the most active um twitter i, I tw- twitter i go english the other ones i go Portu- i go portuguese even though i have the automatic translation so it should be easy anyway and i have my still have my facebook page that i I post a bunch of, of, of uh, I, I like to do some, some, I've been doing this since 2000. I have my page in 2011. I got my sponsorship in 2017. I think that's how I got my, some of my followers. It's a close relationship. It's a no bullshit relationship too, because I've done it for seven, eight years without winning a single penny. I was just doing it for fun and people were following it. I always shared my experiences, always been really open with my downfalls as well the hard parts of, of the grind. So I just share that and people want to follow. Uh, I just kind of keep it like that. So I think that's what got me uh, clicks to the loyalty and the environment that I have on my page. is a little different. I don't, I don't, I now don't bullshit people. I don't do the, the, the promotion, uh, so to speak, unless I really like it. And that's, that's something that I'm going to keep it that way. And if people want to follow. Yeah, they can have that. It's a, the Instagram is the most, it's the most active. And it's uh, the Twitter is the one in English. Yeah. I love it. Um, we are going to go ahead and, and we're going to dive into some some questions, some of the same ones I saw here. But uh, quickly, we got one here from the man, Ghost of Ben Marco, asking favorite team, basketball and football. Who's your uh, who's your favorite squads? Uh, it's my local team. I'm I'm a, I'm a clearly diehard for this island. So it's my local team, my my, my first and only uh, soccer team. And basketball, I kind of follow whatever. NBA teams play the most European basketball, so usually Spurs. It's it's up there, uh, but this year with with Kobe, I just gotta go 
I just gotta go with the Lakers. I know they're they're about to to play the second game tomorrow. I'm just gonna go for the first time. Actually, I'm just gonna go Lakers, full Lakers fans, and let's let's go. Today, let's six game. game two is today. Is it okay? Like, uh, there was a big blowout, but I'd, I'd like to see my boy Gordon Dragic. I've been following him for a long time. He's close to my age since he was like 16, 17. Uh, yeah. The European Championships. I've been following him, so I would like to see him do well. But you know, this is this is the year that that's. The Lakers take it down. LeBron does something cool. They dedicate it to Kobe. You know, it's it's fitting. It's fitting uh, that Lakers get. It does just seem like it's gonna shake out that way. But it, I'll be, you know, I'm I'm not a huge NBA fan. Uh, I mean, I like it. I just don't like watch it. But I found myself during, and it wasn't necessarily just because of quarantine. Because I I think it's fair to say that for you, me, maybe more poker playing because of online, but really. Like our day to day, it doesn't change as much. I think we're one of the industries that's affected. To be honest, I forgot. I forgot I was in the pandemic several yeah. times. Yeah, me too. It's, it's it's kind of still. It's kind of kind of crazy to say that, but it really does feel that way. I was gonna say though, the bubble. It's the level's been insanely high. Like I've found myself watching games. Um, really, really impressed with some of the the talent and some of the matchups and stuff. I, I, feel, like, I feel like there. That's probably what happens in their private scrimmage and their private. You know, uh, you know when they whenever they, they they practice that I think feel that's the most like level most likely level they perform because doing a parallel with my older team we didn't play as good in games as we played in practice it's, it's common we have those we call it the practice lines they're super good in practice but whenever the, the the game is on especially if it's a national team they can they can't score a three for their life they're just you know they just choke it's super common so I feel like. That environment maybe just elevated the level of play. I feel like the guys are more, you know, they're they're free. They're living a hundred twenty four seven basketball for a couple of months already. I feel that they're just showing their best. I feel that's how they probably in practice. That's how it is. That's how these guys play, and the level right. is insane. That's interesting. That's interesting to get a, a very, uh, you know, you, you obviously know basketball super well. So that's that's very interesting. And, and before we do dive into these questions from everyone here on Twitter, which you guys can still enter the giveaway. It's still eligible. If you ask a question, you will be entered to have a chance at winning this $55 ticket. Uh, tell me a bit about COVID in the areas or people in your lives. Like, you know, I know based on where family on the island or you, know, you live in London, you've lived in the Netherlands, there's different places. What is your understanding in the, the, the areas that are sort of part of your life? That you have been in the past years, do you, do you have a better understanding? Uh, are yeah. people, is stuff shut down? Are people staying indoors? Are people taking it seriously? What is the pandemic sort of uh, areas that touch your life? What are they like? In in, in my island, the island where I was from, we got they closed the the airport during the quarantine. They closed the we had a lot of cruise cruise ships that that was closed. That was it was pretty much been you know COVID free. I think we have around two hundred cases. The whole thing. So it's it was. So my mom was super safe. That that's something that really you know calmed my mind. I was being it was very hard. I was away from them, but it was just okay. Everyone is fine. You know. That's, that's my 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 sister and brother-in-law are nurses. They work in ERs. So I was extra worrying because they have you know small niece, young niece, and they're both might likely be exposed to it. So it's that was something. Uh, it was more you know. It really calmed my mind and made it made it way easier to go about it when you know your relatives are really safe. About London was crazy. That's why I left there. I left there right away. It was just going nuts, and they decided to get different approaches. And the Netherlands weren't weren't easy either. It was it was it was it was not. I just decided just to close myself in the bunker, and that's how I went about it. I just 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 
do nothing, just play online poker and was chatting with Adrian frequently. He's like, I haven't left home for 40 days. That was, that's how I went about it. I went from a, do you think from a perspective of, because again, as I would say, I can speak for myself, and, and as you're mentioning, you kind of forgot you were in this because you're playing, you're active, your mind's kind of off it. Uh, but in terms of productivity, in terms of performance, let's just say this over the last six months, you know, things were as normal, no COVID, nothing happened. You know, there's some traveling, there's a lot going on, there's social events, there's things. Do you think that actually for someone like yourself who's very driven, motivated, focused, do you think that you were able to capitalize more so we see you in player of the series? Do you think that this was to your benefit in terms of your ability and your, your playing because you just were like, all right, I don't have to worry about FOMO, the fear of missing out. I'm not missing weddings. I'm not missing, you know, going out with my buddies to the bar. I'm missing, like I'm just in my house and I have nothing to do. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm just crushing. Did that, that sort of, do you think help elevate your level? Yeah, it was great. To be honest, it was, it was really great having the best here, and it's just just amazing. Especially if I, if I could, I felt my, I felt a little bit, I uh, felt a little short of keeping my energy level high for the whole thing. So I, just, I dropped a little bit uh, along the way because I had all my series, my my season planned up until series. Then I have a f- month break, and then your EPT Barcelona kicks off, and then W Coupe and whatnot. So I didn't have that break because the World Series online just moved right into it. So I, I think I, I got a little tired, a little overworked. But besides that, it was, it was amazing. I was just, I think I've, I did a really good job, probably better than most, just extra focus. And I felt this is, I can't do anything about this. So I'm going to be a great citizen, just do my thing, follow the rules, wear the mask, whatever they, I was asked of. And just, just, I just grind it. I just work and work and work. And for me, it was, it was, it was great. I didn't. I really didn't felt it. I almost feel bad about saying it, but I, I was happy during the whole thing. I was felt happy. I felt I was doing. It was. It was. The last six months, you know. People, please don't take me wrong. Please don't take it bad. But I was really happy. Yeah. I. Just, I, I was just great. Great months for me, obviously. Right. Makes, I'm, makes I'm taking COVID out of the equation. I know people are dying. Know about these crazy things that happened, but I feel like you just. It's not being sad that's going to help anything. It's not being frustrated. It's not being worried. And it's one of the big lessons that I'm usually overly worried. And I just, no, I'm just going to do the best that I can. And whatever, if I can help, I will. If I, if I don't, I'm just going to go on with my life and just, because this is going to end at the end of the, at the end of this pandemic, we, we will have to live. And right. I, I read one of the, I listened to one of those motivational uh, speech. It was Eric Thomas, like, uh, uh, a guy that I follow, and he's like, at the end of this, life will go on. So how you get to the end of the pandemic, it's your only job. How will you get there? Will you get there fat? Will you get there just motivated? Will you get, you know, all those kinds of things. So I just, I'm just going to move on with my life. I took that decision and that was it. Right. I, I actually, this, this something reminded me I wanted to ask you about, and it sort of, I actually had a, a bit of a, someone brought it up to me, which I didn't fully agree with, but I, I considered it at the beginning. You know, I was, uh, I was streaming on Twitch a lot during at the beginning and stuff. And I, someone said to me, Hey, I don't know if it's a good idea. If you like, you know, it's a, there's a, there's a pandemic, people are dying. It's great. Should you be like promoting poker and streaming and like whatever. And I thought about it like, man, I don't know, maybe, but then I realized like at the same time, there was no sports on TV. There's not doing more. And it's like, I'm trying to entertain, educate, have fun, interact. Like, I think you could argue it's almost, necessary or, or it would be beneficial because people are, you know, you can only watch so many movies and Netflix and you want some entertainment. So, you know, I don't know, I guess it's always going to be like two sides to everything, whether, you know, one's more or the other, but I actually had a bit of a, 
I don't know. I, I just had that brought to my attention and I, I thought about it, but then actually I thought about it more and I thought maybe it was even better to um, provide some oh, entertainment. Things. Just being at home and just thinking about what's going on, just, you know, stressing about it and worrying about it, which if you're stressing about it and worrying about it and taking steps to, to, you know, to make it easier, yeah. just make yourself safe. That's actually good. That's good stress. But if you're just stressing about it for, you know, for the sake of stressing, just go watch Jeff's stream and you'll have some fun and, you know, and just, or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, and that that's the other point. I keep saying last question, but I keep keep remembering little uh, uh, having a bit of a uh, you know understanding, or, or I keep coming back to what I want to ask. And one of the questions I want to ask you is, what do you think of Twitch uh, and content YouTube? And do you do any? I know Winamax has some content. They do some filming, and I've seen Adrian Mateos and yourself and others doing some. They do some pretty cool, unique content. Do you yourself? stream on twitch would you stream on twitch do you do any youtube content or, or uh, what do you think on that type i do a little bit of that but off tables uh, i'm i'm considering actually just, just working on a challenge especially the next game i don't know if that's going to come to fruition or not with live stream and i probably will live stream especially with the spanish winamax the winamax uh, uh, spain which is I speak enough of it to actually with some help to be able to stream but it has to be like okay this today this is a promotional day and today this is a really competition day i, I don't know if i could do that like play really high stakes and and focus at the boat i think if it will hurt uh, too much of my performance so if I, I will i would do it i think it's great i think it's an amazing i just as i'm saying this to you i'm not just uh, kissing your ass and i spoke said this multiple times to lex which I'm close to. It's a great, great way to promote the game. It's a really great game. Though I think, I think it was Lex who reached the the record of Twitch. You did like this insane double coup run or scoop run where you had a hundred thousand viewers, something like that. There's, there's just no better way to just promote the game. That's at this stage. Well, this I, mean, I, think, I, I think that that thing has sort of changed the the look. Like if you look at players like yourself, um, you know, you put like the the I guess I I put like the wizard sorcerer category of just like elite 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 because there's a lot of levels like there's good players winning players break even players you know different things but if you look at like the top top players i think initially at some point there was sort of a i remember when let's just take kevin martin for example like when he got a deal with stars at the time then he was with party poker now he's doing so people were kind of like a bit outraged like because the old mentality was oh the best players the world class the big winners should be sponsored but i think in the last two three four years it's really shifted towards well. Not only it makes more sense to have players that are doing social to get or doing things that are giving back or engaging. That's what really is going to grow poker. You know, the Fedor Holtz and the uh, Jason Kuhn and you know yourself and Adrian Mateos. That's great, and it's great to be the top, 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 top. But you know, ultimately for the betterment of the game, I think that's some of the the best players are realizing that guys like Jamie Staples, Kevin Martin, you know, Pav, Matt Staples, uh, Spraggy, Finton, who are also very good players, uh, Lex, you know, these guys that are putting out content, they're bringing, they're ultimately going to make the game. If the game stops growing, the game's going to die. So, like, really, I think there's been a bit of like a respect, a difference in opinion. I don't know if you believe that's true, uh, but I sort of. At initially where they were kind of like, oh, this guy's not that good at poker for some of these yeah. streamers. But then they're like, well, doesn't matter. Like they, they, they're Before the era of streams, it was different because you would get exposure by results and results only pretty much. Unless either you had your looks, had the following, 
or you had some been on some, some one of those reality shows, that kind of thing. But most of your exposure, if you're a poker player, would be through results, through playing the big games, the big ice stakes, the ice stakes poker, the the big tournaments, the World Series of Poker, big events. That's how you'd get exposure. These days, it's not like that. You will get exposure, for example, if you get on Twitch, if you do. So I, I actually think the best players in the world might like, most likely, are overpaid as sponsored players. I think the guys who promote the game are the guys who should. If I was, if I was a guy that owned the company, and I wanted to to hire a bunch of guys. I would get the guys who promote the game. If those guys are the best in the world, great. It is well, great. I, I, I think it's funny as well because, like, I've noticed too in general. You know what people look for in streams and some of the most successful streams. It doesn't really matter if you're playing a fifty-five dollar tournament or a five thousand. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to watch the the bigger. They they want to you know, feel connected. They want to hear it, it comes down to the stream a lot. So it's actually, you know, of course, if it's a, if you can win 10, $3 million online, people are going to rather see that. But in, in, in general, you know, I think pound for pound, it's not so critical. People can relate almost more. Or by any are the ones that are more related. It's, it's easier to yeah. understand. It's, it's something yeah. that, it depends on, like, if you're just for the entertainment, maybe the high buy-ins would be cool. If you're for the learning purposes, usually it's a bad mix of the both. Uh, of two of them, of the a mix of the two components, just entertainment and learning purposes, probably the lower stakes will be a little better. So I, I don't, I don't go behind that. This guy's not good enough to be sponsored. That's just, that's just nonsense. Yeah, just, no, no, for sure. I don't feel it's like that much anymore. But I just remember, like when, when at the time when Kevin Martin was signed, I saw a lot of people were pretty upset and like what start they were like didn't get it. But uh, anyway, I think it shifted. So regardless, let's uh, let's take some questions here. Again, you guys still have an opportunity to win this ticket. We are going to ask a few questions. Uh, let's see. It's uh, okay. So we're going to go through here. If you see anything that jumps out at you, I'm going to just kind of scan and do a few, and then we'll give this giveaway at the end. But uh, uh, if there's anything else you want to touch on that, that comes up, let me know. Otherwise, we'll, we'll take some questions. Let's go. Let's get them. Okay. So here we go. Uh, okay. We've kind of covered a lot of these are generic, and we've gone through it. Um, oh, this is a cool question. What historical figure would you want to share a cigar with? Speaking on that that uh, cigar photo after winning your, uh, your yeah, race. I saw that one, and I don't know. Well, well, this is an, an American-based uh, podcaster, but uh, I'm gonna say Che Guevara because he always had that really cool picture. Uh, I think I'll uh, smoke a cigar with him because I, I grew up in a, my neighbors always had this big, big, big painting of, of that guy smoking a cigar. I had no idea what the hell he was, what kind of political uh, side he was. I had no idea. I just know that oh, it's the guy that did some revolution. And my, he's passed away. Uh, he always had this, he still has that. He's my my, my uh, friend's dad passed away, but my friend still has that, that painting there. And always seen that since I was a little kid because I used to hang out at this place a lot, pretty much every day. So maybe with him, maybe it would be the guy, but you know, uh, just because of, of it was the first guy that I ever saw with a cigar. I would say, besides Che Guevara, probably just Jordan. I just go with Jordan. MJ, yeah, I've, I've played poker at his house for uh, three a couple yeah. days ago, and uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah. That's a brag. That's an insane that was, I'll say. Funny part about that was it was all cash. The only game I've ever played in my life. All okay. the- no chips at it was at his actual house um one of his houses i'm sure he's got you know a, a, where, where, live? where do you live where does he live that was that was in park city that was in uh park city utah uh, i was there with antonio 
Fandiari, we were there for uh, hanging out. And a next door neighbor plays in this game regularly, and it was it was quite an experience. I'll say that all cash, hundred dollar bills, bricks, and you know, no cash, no play, no credit. It was all cash. It was pretty crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was that was one of the all time experience. Um, let's see here. Uh, you all just saw the last dance. I believe you have. Oh, of course. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. just add, chills, chills, chills. Very, very. I mean, I watched a bunch of stuff. I, I, it, was, it was great. It was one of the things I said. If they, if they keep this show rolling, I'm gonna get all this guy's head. I'm just coming for everybody's head. I would just watch that on Monday. I'd just be so fired up for the whole week. It was just, yeah. it was insane. I mean, it really. Couldn't, you couldn't really script it. I mean, the fact that they had that footage, they, how they decided to release it now versus five or 10 years ago, like all of the above, it just kind of, it was like right when the pandemic, I mean, it was, it was pretty, pretty Amazing. crazy how it, all, how it all worked out. Um, let's see here. Who did you want? Uh, interesting. What is your favorite hand? I guess other than aces and who did you want to become as a child? I'm not sure what that means, but let's just take, what's your favorite hand other than aces? Do you have like a cracker? What's your like, you know, seven, eight suited? What's your favorite one to see other than obviously? Just kings. Just kings. I, want, I wanted to be like Mike. I think we all wanted, I wanted to be like Mike. So I would just yeah. talk about MJ. Yeah. I wanted to be like Mike. Mike is crazy though. That's something that I figured out after the last time. Mike is crazy. I wanted to be like Mike, but Mike is crazy. So, yeah, it was just Jordan was the guy. And then all of a sudden, after just Kobe was the guy. And it was always all basketball players. And then whoever was the shortest one, because I'm like 5'11", whoever was the shortest NBA player, that's how the guy I wanted to be too. Because I'm like, well, this guy's kind of the same. Iverson, AI, yeah, of course. I wanted to be like AI. <laughs> no doubt, AI was the guy. I, I got to give you a random, a random um, recommendation or just to keep an eye on I, that sports cards are coming back. The collections yeah. are yeah. the kid or if it's popular where you are but that is a uh for, for mj's shirts uh, you know autograph shirts I, I was i was into that for a long time uh, nice. not, not not wasting my money wisely yes uh, it's exactly. not money. for sure um okay so we covered that what about favorite hand do you have one like seven six eight suited nah. do you have any like one sneaky Kings. one no Kings. not really yeah, yeah no. just whatever, wherever i'm strong I'm, I'm i'm cool with that Cool. What about streamers? What is your st- favorite streamer favorite or favorite streamer? Do you have any streams that what, if they're going? I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, it's unbiased. That's the big flex. So yeah, yes, the big What is your Netherlands tie exactly? You live there for a while, or what? Do you have? Yeah, yeah, I lived there for um, three years, and I came back for the during the pandemic because I figured it would be best because we have a we have a house that's outside everything. It's like in the countryside, uh, and Lex is. I, I never met him there. Actually, we were supposed to get to to a couple of uh, lunches and dinners. Then this this uh, even through a you know personal loss with his dad during COVID. So you know maybe maybe soon we'll do that. Uh, yeah, but I'm 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 close with Lex. Not close, but yeah, he's one of, one of my favorites. We always speak, we're always cordial. He's very he's very complimentary on his on his streams on his uh, commentators. So we we get along really well. I think we connect somehow. We just vibe well, and you know, it's great choice. I got a lot of respect for Lex. Great, great guy, great streamer. And uh, Poker Hero, do you have a Poker Hero growing up watching on TV when it first started? It was Moneymaker times? Like any any characters you just love seeing when they played online, played on TV? I think oh, we always in basketball. Everybody wanted to be like Mike, and poker everybody wanted to be like Phil. I, you know, and there he was. He was the man at the time in all these televised games. He was so above, you know, his shoulders above everyone. So I think Phil Ivey was the only 
really poker hero. Then you have a bunch of guys that you that you that you really um, you know they really follow that you really like. But I think Ivy was the only one that that really stood out that I wanted to be like. You know, right. Fair, fair enough. Uh, I, I, I can relate to that for sure. I think that's a that's a consensus. Uh, favorite movie and poker movie? Do you like any? I mean, do you have any? I, I feel like this is kind of there's not many options for poker movies. But I've, I've I've barely watched. This is but I barely watch rounders, and that's Come the on. only one I've ever watched. Yeah, I know the lines that I've watched a couple, but I'm not really a movie guy, so I'm I'm not that kind of guy. You know, that guy that knows all the lines and. I know the check, check, check all night kind of thing. You know, I've watched it a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not that guy. I don't really, I don't really, I'm not really that big into movies. Uh, right. More into reading, reading music. I'm super, you know, super into. I see uh, a I can, question here. What's your favorite motivational song? Or do you, do you have a, like one you love to like start yeah, off? Yeah. With? I don't start off with that because I just get into this, this, you know, take everybody's head kind of mentality, which is not great. Which song? Play, I used to watch or you hear it for the last years of my pro career. I always listened to that before coming to play, which would be uh, Eminem's Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's still my favorite. It's the one that still gives me the, the, the goosebumps whenever I wanted to you know, get into that destructive mode and just super uh, motivated mindset. That's, yeah. But it's a long, it's a child, you know, like a teenager years kind of music. Right. I always listen, always listen to that one before basketball games. So, yeah, it's a special, uh, special one in that case. Very cool. This year, I don't like to play in that mindset anyway. It's not that good. You should, you ought to chill a little bit, you know, you ought to be, sometimes you need some patience. You're just listening to the old, you know, all Eminem mixtapes or you just. Uh, you got to see some flops or else you start. You got to relax a little bit. Sometimes you got to relax. I'm, I'm 31, you know, I got to gotta chill a little bit. You can't go Eminem mixtapes for the whole grind. It's going to go crazy. I, I don't listen to music that often while I play anymore. And uh, for sure. What is your favorite? Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I wanted this one about, oh, live or online. Let's just say, you know, you could only do one moving forward. Live. Now I would go, well, not now because of the pandemic. Maybe I will go back to online. The choice, I don't have to travel as much. But live, I think live is where I have the most fun now. Probably is where I'm the best. Now. I think I can over my skills. My skill set live is actually better than my skill set online. Uh, live is just more fun, and there's, there's more components, and it's more. It's a purest form of poker where you have all this. You, you don't have any shards when you're playing live. You have to play, and there's a lot of, you know, the live component, the live tells, the, the social atmosphere. You get a lot of vibe from people. Who's about to spaz? Who's about to not? I think there's the game gets so much more deep. I think it's it's it's. I don't know. What do you like? Uh, I it's tricky for me. I mean, I'm just so biased with Twitch and 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 also I think the the fact that again like travel expense, all that you know, having a kid now, being able to play online quickly and, and easily. Um, I think it's tricky, but fundamentally, I think if like take everything else out, I think I prefer live. I just there's something about it. Getting chips in a live tournament deep for a major event. <laughs> It can't really replace that, but um, you know, it's tricky. It is a tricky question. I think there's just so much. Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a layered question, and I think you do remember most of your final tables live, at least the big ones, the big moments, the big pots. You don't yeah. remember any online. You know that you won this or you did make this big score, but you know, go back into this specific hand that you on your. You probably don't remember any. And live, you can just say so many of them. Yeah. So sometimes you look at a guy's face, you know, I know, I know, like this hand with you at this place, we're in this part of the room. Like, 
it, it's somewhere vivid, you know, it's, 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 it's great. It's a great point. That's one of the questions here. What is your big, your best score in a multi-table tournament? Let's take, I know you're live for 750 plus there at the world series of poker winning a bracelet. What about online? I got a 400 K in the pillow main event WP last year. And then I got a bunch of 200s to 50s, 300s. I got a, then I got, they, they have a lot of, I got, got the 750 to 400, then between 100 to 50, it's very compact. I uh, got uh, a bunch of them, luckily. I can't really. Makes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't really say many of them. Uh, what about your best poker moment? Let's take away score. Maybe you were heads up with a buddy in a tournament that you chopped or won or any, any uh, ridiculous, like what, what's your best? Uh, let's take the World Series main, or World Series 750K bracelet out of it just because that's so, so, so obvious, so, so yeah. powerful. Give me something else. Uh, the, well, I'm going to give two. Uh, the, the 10K that I just took down in the Nottingham, it was from 250K score. Not, I've done a couple of those, but I was just, I was constantly, I was consciously, enjoying the moment especially after one i always had a great time in nottingham i don't know it's not the glamorous city but i just like it my my fiance liked it. we had a, a bunch of fun we, we know a bunch of veggies restaurants which is it's really cool and and i was consciously just you know uh, focused on having fun and just enjoying the moment i, I took it down as a really tough three-handed with uh, uh alex foxen and kale burns that was that was a Really tough one. That was cool. Both of them were super hot too. They're still they still are. Uh, so that that was a cool one. But the 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 best memory I have it's from this super glamorous tournament called seventy five dollars from Full Tilt from way back in the days. They used to run at eleven uh, in the morning uh, London time, and that I used to catch a little bit of late break after I finished my basketball uh, tournament uh, practice. And if the tournament would finish around two, thir- two, three, and my two a day would be at five o'clock, so I could I could always play that tournament if I felt like it. And I won twice in a row for like one k, and it was the best feeling ever because it was the first time I said, "Wow, maybe I got this tournament thing." You know, whenever you feel like maybe I'm going to live off, off of this, or maybe I'm really good at this, I'm just getting the this. This was the first measure of success, and I've never been so happy. Ever since, it's true. That was the best feeling. I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm getting good at this thing." That's amazing. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I remember that. I do remember that tournament. I remember the $75.45 as well. Those were, uh, those were pretty sweet. Um, well, someone added, Mustafa's like Ronaldo. He only needs one word. Mustafa, someone asked, describe Mustafa in two words. Kanit, of course, but. Uh, fucking crazy. <laughs> Nailed it. That's, uh, that's right. Um, he's, yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, is it just let's take we'll take a couple more here oh someone's asking why did you decide to take part in the podcast i've never heard that question to a guest but um i like i mean that. i've always been cool with you i've i've, I've followed the pascal a little bit on and off i watched the uh i always say chris rock he's not main it's chris rock kevin hart kevin hart my god uh <laughs> i'm gonna be butchered for this for this mistake well no offense, Kevin Hart, but you know Chris Rock is still the man. Uh, Kevin Hart also is, but yeah, and, and now it was a great chance. I've always wanted uh, to do one in, in English, and I've never, I didn't have the chance to get one of these this, uh, major ones, major exposure. I was been cool with you, so I was like, why not? I just as soon as you invite me, I think it's you, should, you ought to be honored if, if if you get one of these platforms and share your knowledge and share share who you are, which how you came here, and this is this is why 
a part of why I do why I do is I have the chance to reach a lot of people and learn from them. They can also maybe get one of the things from me. I never had the 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 chance in the recent past to do it in English. Always do it in, in either Portuguese or then for the French crowd. So as soon as you got us, that's that's I'm on. That's that's a no-brainer. I mean, I like it. You know, we get along nicely, so I. Just, I'm going to be there for sure. Awesome. Yeah, no, I was, I was great. I was, it was an easy choice for me. I love, I love that you came on. Also, I, I think that it's again one of those things where uh, we're exactly. We've, I know you. I respect you. We've talked. Never had a chance to go deeply either. To know someone, to get to know someone better um, when you don't, when you aren't as, um, you know, don't know as much about uh, someone. Podcast, a nice way to to chat and get to to get to uh, to. to it happens that. a lot. Right? You, 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 you cross. Pats with, with somebody for so long, either online and in life too. We played with the final table of Rio recently, the 5K uh, party event. And, and then you never really have a chance to actually just, yeah, it's chat one, here and there, table talk and maybe you know, breaks or grab a coffee. One. We never really have a chance to hang out with everybody because there's so many of us. It's and true. Really it's always I cool. Can- for me specifically, it's it's changed a bit too because you know I'm a little old, slightly older, but I've been doing it for a long time. You kind of get your core group of of uh, people, like you said. There's only so much time, but then also, you know, now I'm married, I have a child, so it's like I'm less on tour. And when I am there, maybe my family's there, so I'm less even sort of Damn. around roaming and, and available. As you say, I can tell you, get it in, enjoy, because uh, things definitely change. You get married, you have kids. Um, you know, all the time sort of, uh, it, it just shifts. Things are different, which for, you know, for me, I love it. I wouldn't change anything, but it's, it is, it's just different, different, uh, program, um, you're running. So what about kids? Is that something you, would you like to have kids yeah. one day? Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I, I thought I would be a dad by now. I always had that, that I'm going to be a dad as soon as possible. But you know, with all this traveling, I just, I need some stability first. And just, just being in the same place for a long time. This is, uh, uh, this is the longest I had. I was, I was, I've been in, in the same place for, for three months. I haven't been in three months for the same place for a long time. So yeah. it's, 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 it's been a while. I travel in the middle of the series. So it's just, just, it's been a while. You can actually be quiet, you know? But, yes. you know it, it, so you can't bring a child to, to this world when you just, you can, but I don't know. Uh, I agree. And we got a live question here from Victor Joachim. You remember your first tournament win. Do you remember your first early wins live? Um, this might be might might have one of this this two seventy five might might be the one of the first ones, and it was all, it was also back to back. So these are one of the first one tournaments win because I came I started playing in Citadels. I didn't play tournaments at all, so these were one of the first ones. It looks like this live one in two thousand thirteen was. Oh, a- yeah, 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 that was a two K. I won. I heads up with Sergio Wido, which became to. Uh, Sergio was there. Adrian was there. Adrian Mateus. That's how I got to to, to meet them. So I was I know them. I, we go way back. We go way back. So he's one of my best buddies these, these days. Adrian, we chat a lot. We speak a lot of poker. And uh, the other guy, the, the Italian guy, I don't know his name. Musta something. We also get along nicely with that guy. So was, that was cool. Wow. Well, yeah, down. quite a, a list of names there too. Uh, a lot of familiar faces. Um, a lot of, a lot of just none question, just comments. Favorite player and people giving you praise. The best player. Uh, do you remember? Uh, okay, sports. We know we covered it. Basketball. Um, and someone's asking for a career advice. Let's let's do this this last one before we go ahead and do the giveaway. I want to kind of ask you. 
actually there's some more cool shoot man wow you might have to you might have to personally you know just go through and, and rifle off a couple of replies if you have time um but let me let me ask you this someone asking about career advice give me something let's end with this on what do you believe in your career would you give to for advice to someone that wants to play poker professionally two parts what advice would you give and then um, what would you say has been the greatest learning and part about being a professional poker player? So those two questions. Let's start with the first. Um, in terms of advice, just, just I'll, I'll say a couple of things. Just keep it consistent. The, the results don't come now. The, the whatever you're, you're working on, usually you will manifest. Whatever is happening to you now is probably results of what you've been doing in the recent past or in actually the in the past and for the last. One, two, three, four years. So just just keep it going, keep the ball rolling, keep it working, keep it consistency because the the the, the results will not show up right away. But if you just keep it going, eventually they will. I think that the consistency will be one of them. And I'll just keep it simple. Just say just just keep it, and then just give a second advice and just say just keep it basic. Just treat your. Uh, I love that quote from from Jay Z. Just to treat every day like it's your first day. Just just, just don't forget why you started this. This is something that just. That I had to remind myself recently, and I just want to completely reshape all my 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 career. Just treat when I started, I just wanted to learn, just wanted to have fun, and and then you just start winning all this, and you have all this goals, and it puts all this pressure, and you forget. If you just keep it this basic, you will be things will work out for you. Just 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 cultivate the love for the game, keep it passionate, keep it fun, and and just be consistent. If you're just consistently in love with the game. Uh, it's who's gonna be the guy that really loves this and really works so hard so consistently it's very hard it's very hard if you have if you're somewhat close to the same level of abilities it's very hard so just just, just love what you do and just just do it all the time that, that absolutely and and give me uh, your what you love the most about poker and what you do obviously you play basketball at a high level you you're, you're obviously very intelligent you're you're very focused you're a very motivated person what is the reason you've stayed in poker uh, versus, you know, trading or doing some other type of business? Why do you believe that you have stayed within poker and what, what do you love the most about what it's got done for you as a person and, and your career? Why I mean, been- maybe I've been just, just, just stupidly lucky, but uh, I once watched, watched a speech of um, Steve Jobs at a university graduation, some kind of one of those things where they have the, you know, Funny hat, and he, and he said a really cool quote is in all matters of the heart you'll know when you find it, and I just find I don't know I, all of a sudden I just fell in love with the game I fell in love with basketball I fell in love with poker I fell in love with all different endeavors that I'm I'm trying to pursue pursue and for the rest of my life and as soon as I I don't think I found poker kind of I stumbled into poker and I love it so much I, I don't really have a reason you don't you know you don't have a reason why you love something you just love it. It's hard for you to explain. Why do you love your wife? Probably have to think about it. You find a great adjective. You just love her. You just just love whatever you love. That's so that that that's what it is. I just that I didn't just fell in love with the game, and that's the great blessing that I had. And I never lost that. And I, I don't think I ever will in the in the near future. And what in the, especially the, the I've learned so much with this game. The various the the I think that the game is a little micro cycle for what love what life is too uh, sometimes you work hard and things don't work out sometimes you don't work hard and things work out uh, you'll have you'll encounter different persons throughout your life you'll you'll face different t- 
types of person poker you'll see honest people you'll see scammy people maybe you'll see really cool people and 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 poker talk just just do your best and just treat your treat every day like it's a really important one and, and you will bad things will happen to you good things will also happen to you as well but if you just keep it consistent just keep working hard uh, eventually things just 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 work out i think it's one of the best things that 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 poker teach you because basketball does not if you do really well if you play really well you will have good results maybe your team gonna lose but you will have a good game you will score good you have a good percentage in poker not really and poker resembles a, a little bit more like about life than basketball because the the you can do a good job and not have a direct result of that good job and just have to be happy to do that good job just you, sometimes you work hard and your your boss doesn't really you know, it doesn't value what you do. Sometimes you work hard, you don't get picked to that promotion or to get picked to that job or you, you get treated wrong, uh, you know, not, not not the best way for some people that you know, even though you're being a good person. And then poker teaches you just, that, 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 that doesn't really matter. I, I, I agree. I think it really is. I think poker is one of the, the biggest metaphors in life. Like you could just the parallels, the comparisons, the, the winning, the losing, the ups, the downs, and being able to just sort of uh, to, to embrace life as a whole. I think it's a, it really aligns with a lot of um, day-to-day lessons and, 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 and ways of learning. Um, and then how we, I, I forgot this and how you control your emotions is so key. I use yeah. this, the most, this emotion, emotion, motive i don't know it's really uh you just boil in no water you know? i didn't need a little water and, and now i'm so calm and it teaches you to deal with yourself you know all your emotions you have to kind of just process it and learn about yourself i've never i'm such a better person such a better man because i played this game of poker than i would ever be if i did anything else i yeah it forces you to look inside and deal with everything that 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 is wrong with you and while you perceive these things while you're frustrated while you're entitled while you're and just if you're really focused on getting better at this art of being a professional poker player you will be better as you will finish all this career and all this press as a better man and that's what i've been raised to so i think i'm just through poker i'm becoming a better man and that's the best thing that poker ever gave me cool thing i get a couple of bucks too so yeah that, that's yeah. just a little bonus it's pretty sweet. All right. Well, that is uh, that's a great way to sort of go through and, and end up here. And again, I, we took a lot of the questions, guys. I appreciate you. If you ask a question, you are going to be eligible for the ticket. We're going to go ahead and select someone. I'll let Joao, who I, I, Joao, who I, I'm not pronouncing exactly right, say it out loud for everyone, Joe, because it's hard. That that little accent, which isn't even on there. I know it's above the A. It's it's tricky. How, can you pronounce your name out loud? Joao. Joao. There we go. That's actually, I think we're getting, we're getting closer. We're going to, we're going to copy this. I think uh, we covered a ton. I really, again, appreciate the time. I think we got to know you better, learn about your journey, your career and, and some of your, you know, successes and, 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 and what you are as a person and what your goals are. So I you know, really appreciate it. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do this, this, this giveaway. And then I'm sure we'll cross paths at the tables online, if not live, hopefully soon. So again, thank you so much. And uh, let's do this, uh, this giveaway. All right. Thanks for having me. And, you know, uh, stay safe. Right? It's this thing. That's one one thing we never used to say, but now we have to say just just stay safe. I hope I see you soon. We're yes. all happy. I love rest it. in peace, Mike. We all love you, Mike. Mike's Man, that, yeah, very. I can't say that enough. Uh, really, again, that does happen. Uh, he, he was on my podcast a couple months ago. No, I didn't even know he was had any kind of sickness, and I think that's one of the. Uh, they, I think he had it was not. Him. I'm just a few months. Look at the shirt you're wearing, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a, one of the most famous, recognizable 
just all around great guy. People love him, worship him. And you know, on that you wake up and the next day, you just don't, there's no guarantees in life at any point. You got to live it to your fullest and do your best. And, and uh, you know, just, there's no, no guarantee. that's, that's, the, that's what we can I say. Think the best way you can do is just, just keep it. I'm just going to keep the same thing that I always wanted to be. I wanted to be like Mike. Now I'm just changing mics. Now I'm just, if you're just warm hearted and just as nice as Mike, you know, Mike, he was so nice to everybody. People don't, uh, really small, relationship with me is super nice it's some it's hard for somebody that's always smiling and it's the only and the only person actually actually asked for a photo uh because he was so it's, it's so nice so uh. great guy absolutely legend great guy rest in peace mike sexton and, and uh you know again you're right absolutely just no guarantees and we, we got to uh you know try to do your best at all times i think that's that's uh one of the four agreements do your best and uh let's uh you know let's Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it positive. And uh, thank you again. So why don't we why don't we roll on this? You tell me when, and I'll go ahead, and someone's going to win this ticket. Go. Boom. Here we go. So let's see it loading up database. Thank you for all the comments, all the engagement. We had a uh, you know over fifty live people checking it out today. It was really appreciate. This will be out on all the audio outlets, uh, iTunes, Spotify, all the good stuff as well. This will be for your viewing delight on YouTube. The video uh, recorded, which we did live. So I appreciate that. We got a winner coming in right here. I think it's a new one. I don't believe uh, I've seen this, and there it is. So. Um, that's that. So we'll message here and we'll say thank you to Joao and I'll catch you at the tables, man. Congrats on all your success. And then I wish the best moving forward as well. Thanks for having me. It was great. Cheers, man. Thanks so much. All right, guys, that's it. And we will have three new podcasts next week. That's the plan. Uh, we'll let you know the schedule on Monday. A uh, bunch of different, not just poker players. We'll have some athlete, some celebrity, other type people, and we'll have a good time. We're just always chatting and meeting interesting people, people that love to do their best and push others to do their best. That's really what the podcast is about and hearing their story. So we'll keep, keep going on that. Appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.